Uh, Garrett, so I have a little problem. Okay, what's what's the problem this time? Well, you know how I was mad and I didn't want to podcast the other week? No. Oh, well, I was mad and I didn't want to podcast. In fact, I hate podcasts. And, or, well, I, I did hate podcasts. And so I threw away my microphone. Okay. Um, but then I got it back out. Okay. Uh, but then I threw it away again. And, um, and now I have the microphone, but I can't find the cord. So I need to borrow a cord. Um, do you think it's maybe already plugged in since you're talking to me? Oh my God, you're right. There it is. Wow, Garrett, what would I do without you? You're such a good partner. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. That, that's good. Uh, how about, how about we record then now? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. I would love to record with you, my wonderful partner. Cool. Hello and welcome to Going Digital Colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this week was episode... 12 of tamers i always sound so questionative about it even though i should know this before we start recording i mean you usually do know this before we start recording numbers are hard it's just vocal fry fry vocal fry where your voice goes up at the end maybe i don't know what that is i just assume that's a real thing it it is yeah and in fact it's uh, a reason that a lot of younger Women especially, but people are not taken seriously by older people because it, they have vocal fry where they're at the end of sentences instead of going down, they go up. So everything sounds like a question. Oh, okay. That's it's like voices to, to judge on that. Defo, yes. Yes. But you hear it a lot on like... NPR, for example. Uh, who is it? Someone really famous has vocal fry, but I can't... I, to... I don't know. Every time you say it, I, I I just think it's like a secret Futurama episode or something, because it ends in fry. <laughs> anyway, this is, this is still episode 12, which is either Divided They Stand or um, Rookie to Renamon. Oh, no. Whoops, I was reading the Japanese one. My bad. Oh, um, my apologies. Actually, I'm wrong. Real quick. That's upspeak. Vocal fry is a different thing. Oh, okay. Anyway, you're doing upspeak. That's what it was. But back to our regularly scheduled actually doing this podcast. Okay. Um. So the the Japanese title in English is Rookie and Renamon, The Crisis of the Bond. The crisis of the bond. So this is actually an episode about economics, right? This is about mm. like savings bonds and the market crashing and they have to save it. No. Okay, good. Because that's not what I watched. So I just wanted to check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely wasn't. Okay, good. Uh, you can definitely tell me about this episode, though. I could if I wanted to. Well, I mean, you could if you don't want to as well. <laughs> wow, that was pointed. Okay. Uh, ah, okay, one moment while I murder this small spider. Hold on. Oh, okay. 
Okay, if I scream later, it's probably because the spider crawled on me. Um, uh, what did you want me to do? <laughs> Recap this episode. The same thing you do every week. Okay, listen here, Pinky. I don't always know what I'm doing. Um, okay. So, essentially, uh, Renamon is like, well, I still have to do my job even if you don't love me. And so continues to beat the shit out of other Digimon, um, even though there are some close calls and times when she wants Rika's help. Uh, meanwhile, Rika is being moody and upset. Um so then Renamon talks to Entmon, and Entmon's like, you can be strong without the humans. But then when she asks him how, he's like, you know, oh, it's so obvious, blah, blah. And then she asks him how, and then he's like, um, I don't know, actually. So I'm going to lie and tell you that you're stupid, so you have to figure it out yourself. And then, uh, and then eventually everybody just makes up because... Uh, Rika sees Renamon about to die and she just rushes forward and stabs a Digimon with a stick. And meanwhile, um, a lighter clicker guy shows up and harasses, uh, Takato and Henry. Is that the whole episode? I think so. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, this, this was an episode. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad exactly. Yeah. It was just, kind of there it wasn't like it's interesting because i was reading on the wikipedia that um the series had like was considered to be more gritty and kind of um you know we've talked about the um lovecraftian things that the writer director actually don't know what his job is Um, director director does uh, enjoys oh boy i better check now i could be wrong yeah, you should check. I don't know. Anyway, the person who's responsible for this mess, <clears throat> um, he really loves Lovecraftian stuff, and so they say he puts more in here, but a lot of these episodes just don't feel like much. Um, I mean, it's still early, so there's that. True. I guess this is only, like, episode 12. You don't want to dive right into Cthulhu and whatever. Yeah, that that would probably not be good. Um, yeah, I guess I mean, kind of would be a little harsh start to a children's television show. Writer. He was a writer. Okay, the writer. Yes. Anyway, he's the responsible party in this mess. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, this episode was fine. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I think I personally... I don't know. It's it didn't feel like. I mean, Rika just shows up and doesn't want to see Renamon die, which I get. But there's so much that has to be addressed between them. Like, it really is weird. I think I'm just weirded out by the dynamic of a essentially an adult Digimon doing things to save the world and a little kid who doesn't want to have to do those things, but gets to be the person who's kind of in charge. Right. I suppose that is a thing that is going on there. Yeah, I just, I don't know, gets to me. Um, but, like, seriously, I want Rika's house. She definitely has money. 
her family. It is a nice-ass house. Well, her mom is a model. True. I guess she's... But you can be, like, a not-successful model. <laughs> All right. Her mom is a successful model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if you trust Instagram, like, everyone and their dog is a model. Well, this was this was pre-Instagram time, so... That's true. Yeah, that's true. A model model. Yeah, but that is a nice house. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. And then, so then there's this scene, these bees come into being. Also, so now that uh, Museamon or whatever from last episode has, or the episode before that, has destroyed... Um, Say the name for me. Yusa, Yulis, Yugal, you. What? <laughs> the, sorry. The, uh, okay. Hacker Lady's boss built that program and the program was called. Yugoth? There you go. I knew it was you something. Um, you should, you could have like put in any Eldritch horror name. You're acting like I know the names. I mean, I could have said Cthulhu. That's really the only one I know. I don't know if you know this. I'm a scaredy cat, and I do not like horror stuff. So I actually have not read very many of Lovecraft's books. Like, only a few. And I don't remember the names of the things. I mean, neither have I. But I feel like through cultural osmosis, you'd probably know a bunch well, apparently I'm not as asthmatic as you are. Okay. Um, yeah, but anywho, so that's done with now. Like, it's gone. So now they're just tracking them, which is what they're supposed to be doing. But also, it's kind of, like, silly because if they're supposed to be tracking them, they're just, then what? Like, I understand why, you know, Lighter Flipper Guy was mad that... You know, that they just don't want to do anything about this because what good is tracking them if you don't do anything about it? What was the plan there? I guess is my, my question. The plan where? The plan in terms of like, okay, we're going to build this giant thing, this, and put two employees in it with like all this cool technology and they're going to track the Digimon for what reason? Like, what are they? doing with it or is anybody going to do anything about this like they don't warn the public they don't send anyone out to take care of it they can't warn the public like that would cause mass hysteria not necessarily i mean you could easily be like oh there's a there are pipes broken at 25th and broadway like let's uh everyone needs to clear the area you know well that's a cover-up that's not telling them what's going on well, it is warning them, though. Like, there's a danger there. They don't have to say what it is. They just say, get out, you know. But then also, like, what are what are they planning to do? They don't seem to have a follow-up plan. They're just watching these things. They're like, effectively, they just have a very expensive bird-watching pair of binoculars. I mean, they had other things that weren't the program that Lighter Guy wrote that they tried to use. They just don't work. Well, and now that they know that, is it just that they don't want to tell their bosses that their stuff doesn't work? I mean... I mean, they're, they're possibly just working on it, too. I suppose that's true. But then I don't understand why he goes and harasses the kids. Because they're the only ones who are doing anything. But they also have Digimon, and, and they're clearly anti-Digimon. 
This is the case of if you watch the episode preview, you you know that next episode they're going to try to kill all Digimon anyway. Okay, well, I mean, that is an effective way, I suppose, to get rid of the problem. Although, then when the next one comes into this world, you don't have... You know, I sorry, I stopped because I just had a thought. What if all these Digimon coming across have tamers, but they're running wild because they don't have a tamer? And then, so there's just people who, at the end of this, when... You know, everything's kumbaya and they're like, everyone gets a partner and whatever. Then, you know, those people won't have a partner because their Digimon was murdered in the real world. Like, that's tragic. Yeah, probably not what would happen, though. Okay. But imagine that. Imagine being the one person, you know, or like, I don't know, one of 12 people in the whole world who doesn't have a partner Digimon because before we understood what Digimon were, we tried to kill them and we killed a bunch of them. I mean, what if just there, there's more Digimon? Well, I mean, <clears throat> so you think there's like an infinite number of Digimon and they'll just get new partners? Yes. In which case, imagine being a Digimon where there are there's no partner for you because there aren't enough humans. I, I assume it is somehow relegated to create a one-to-one. <laughs> You have a lot of faith in the system, Garrett. Um, the digital system. Mm. Um, also, I just want to note that in the sub, the um, bees say bee, which I think is adorable. They just say bee all the time. Well, they're bees. That, yeah, but that's not... <laughs> well, I wonder, you know, what... Because, like, I know that animal sounds are different in different countries. I wonder what the bee sound is in Japan. I do not know. That's my answer. I don't know. Interesting. Um, yeah, uh, Rika continues to be the worst. Yeah. Um, that's just a thing to put out there. Like, in terms of, like, personality or whatever. Yeah, she's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. Super rude to her grandmother. Yeah, she's definitely having, like, a teenage hissy fit. Yeah. How can you have meat and potatoes without the potatoes? This really sounds like they were making fun of Pink Floyd, or, like, calling back to Pink Floyd. Uh, maybe? I did not link that right away, but now that you've said it, it, it totally clicked. I mean, it's I pudding and meat, but same difference. Right. Yeah. That was just the part that I remember, because I thought it was funny. It was a good joke. It wasn't even a dub joke. It was just a Japanese joke. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, uh, oh, I forgot the, to mention the whole subplot where Jerry meets uh, Guillemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, the other important thing is is her dress has pockets. Yes. Which, therefore, this show is definitely purely fantasy at this point. <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah I, I mean I do have a couple dresses with pockets and they are the best dresses ever I assume so definitely need more pockets in my life um yeah uh so I so um Rika is like clearly having some problems because like she wants to go after Renamon and when she figures out where she is which I think her digivice tells her how to get there probably yeah 
She gets there to the bee thing, and then she just waits it out instead of going in and helping her friend, which is like, or her partner, which is kind of rude. She's basically like, but if I go in there, I'll have to admit that I'm wrong, I guess is what the issue is. Possibly. Or I'll have to talk about my feelings, or... I think it's more the feelings part. Which, even at the end... Renamon's the one who's having to say, like, I believe in the power of partners and whatever, whatever, you know. Rika's still like, I don't know, I just stabbed that bitch with the, with the, um. A stick? Stick, yeah. The, the true Digimon protagonist way. Right. Like, that's what I do with my life is I just stab things with sticks. And, uh. So, I mean, that's easy enough to do but then she has to deal with her emotions and she looks like she's not enjoying that yeah emotions are hard sometimes yeah um and takato's friends don't like him anymore because because digimon because he scared them yeah like a dum-dum yeah but then jerry is like immune to it and thanks kulabon i like the part in the sub uh Especially where she's like, um, oh, he's so cute. And he's like, cute? Don't you mean cool? And then it's like, nope, nope. He's so cute. She puts a sticker on him. Yep. That, that is a thing that happens. Yeah. It's adorable. And he's just kind of like, it's like, you know, I, it's a little sexist, but where he, he doesn't want it to be cute. He wants it to be cool and like, you know, Guillemon's meant to be like this really awesome, strong monster. And she's like, oh, he's adorable. Which is true. He is adorable. Yeah. Takato's just dumb, so whatever. Yeah. But she makes friends. It was great. Um, oh, there's a part I had questions about. So. Okay. Impmon is walking around on the roofs and whatever. And he sees these two little kids fighting over a teddy bear. And then he has like. A flashback? Yeah, that's a flashback. Yeah, to these kids trying to pull him apart. Yeah. So he obviously had a partner before. Yeah, part partners, yeah. Oh, interesting. And then they ripped him in half and... Okay, clearly he did not get ripped in half. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what happened there. Maybe they were too young. Like, it's kind of is weird to give... A Digimon partner to a kid that young. Well, that's why that's why you gave a Digimon partner to two kids that young. Okay, it like multiplying small children does not make them smarter or better in any way. It just makes them more work to deal with. Look, I didn't say it was like a good idea. They were like, "This is worse than having a regular partner, so we're going to do it to you twice as much." No wonder Imman is so salty and upset and wants to be. Like, that's why he does all this weird cursing and, like, you know, aggressive behaviors, because he's been around little kids so long, he needs to feel like an adult now. And, like, who who is parenting those little kids? Well, clearly no one. That are the worst, by the way. Yeah. I wonder how long ago that was. Um, probably not that long. Do you think it was those two kids that he was seeing? Yeah, it's 100% those two kids. It was actually those two kids? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. so that's what he was doing. He was checking on his baby partners. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know this was this was not obvious, honestly. 
Well, I mean, I the little kids all look more or less the same. I assumed that, like, maybe that was he was flashing back to some other small children while he was watching these small children rip up a teddy bear. No, I, I think it is implied that he is going back to check on his small children. Which makes sense, yeah. I just didn't read it that way. I don't know why. Because he puts up the front of being a, a, a bad boy. But then he actually babysits two small children. Uh, well, no, but, but he thinks about it. So, well, I guess also because I didn't see any digivices. Okay, I, I mean, I guess that's fair. I assume just, like, the flashback was enough. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why Renamon believes Impmon. He's obviously lying to her about knowing how to get strong without... Oh, yeah, it's completely obvious. Yeah. Um, so then Henry chased, um, what's his face? Have we figured out what the boss, uh, lighter flippy guy's name is? No, it's lighter flippy guy to me forever. I'm just going to call him, yeah, I'm just calling him flippy. So he chases flippy for like, apparently a while because, you know, Jerry's been there forever and, you know, it's starting to get dark outside when Henry comes back. So he chased him for quite a while, which like. Does that mean that Flippy, like, never got a car, just, like, was running down the street in his suit? Um, yeah, possibly. That's impressive. You know, who knows what's going on with, with lighter Flippy guy? Like, what? why does he flip his lighter? Is that, like, a tick? Is it just there because it looks cool? He probably does think he looks cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it does look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't find smoking to be cool, so smoking-related activities don't seem that cool to me. But I don't think he smokes. Then what is he carrying a lighter around for? To look cool. That looks really dumb. Doing something only to look cool is not cool. Maybe, like, it was was 2001. They didn't invent fidget toys yet. Okay. Okay. Maybe he does it when he's stressed out. He's stimming to soothe himself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fidget cubes didn't exist yet. But, yeah, that's not doing it to be cool, though. That's doing it because he has anxiety about a situation. I mean, I mean, it also looks cool. Okay. Um, let's see what other notes do I have about this. Oh, I also wonder, like, is Kulaman purposely deciding when to let people evolve, or does it just happen? I think it just happens. And and does Kulaman feel it coming on, like a sneeze? Because Kulaman always looks kind of surprised. Um, unsure. I, th- I, I, I don't know. I think it just happens when, like, the power of emotions happen. I guess. Poor Kulaman. Like, not being in control of your own body sucks. Maybe that's why Kulaman has regressed to this, like, childlike state. Maybe? <laughs> it was really cute, though, when Terriermon and Kulaman see each other, and they, like, bump into each other, and then they're just laughing their butts off while Henry and Renamon are having, like, a serious conversation in the background. Oh, how they're just, like, best buds forever? Yeah. Which is interesting, because I read Terriermon as much more serious than Kulaman, but apparently Terriermon is, like... A doofus at heart. Yeah, that checks out. Um, they state that Harpymon is an armored Digimon. That's different. What does that mean? Well, it's from O2 when they, when they armor evolved. It's one of those. Oh, 
Well, I was wondering, isn't Harpymon the name of one of the armor digivolutions? One of uh, Gautamon's? No. Or, no, I think that was Sylphimon, wasn't it? Yes. Very similar body shape, though. Yeah, uh, Harpymon is um is Hawkmon plus the Digi Egg of Light. Hmm. So it didn't happen in O2 because Akari has the Digi Egg of Light. Right. Interesting. But if Hawkmon have it, Hawkmon would, would be Harpymon. That makes sense, yeah. Okay. Which would be interesting because Harpymon appeared to have um, some physical attributes that we associate with women. I mean, explain Sylphimon that also is part Hawkmon. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was... I always felt that was a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who's making those choices? It's Digimon. They probably don't care. They're like, you know what would look cool? And then later on, they're like, shit, we have to turn this into a system that makes sense. (laughs) I mean, probably also that. I think they should just go with an idea like, um, there's that, uh, oh, I forgot what it's called, but a thing you can download for Pokemon where it randomizes the evolution. So you'll have like a Squirtle that evolves into a, um, Ninetales that evolves into, you know, like, uh, Togepi or something. It just is entirely random. Uh, I thought you were talking about the thing where, um. It takes the two Digimon and combines their sprites into a new one. Oh, also that. Those are really cute. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. It's Pokemon, right? Not Digimon, though. Does it have one for Digimon? Um, I don't think I'm so. I'm sure that probably exists. I think it's, like, there's not, like, sprites of all of them, though, I don't think, so... Oh, I see, yeah. That is a problem. Oh. Yeah, but this whole thing is really like a gross, sappy rom-com between Rika and Renamon, where they just never say what they're thinking, and they never, you know, actually deal with their feelings, and it all these mild misunderstandings lead to a big dramatic moment, and you're just like, ugh, if you had just talked for five minutes. But they don't know how to talk. R- oh. Rika is a preteen and Renamon is Digimon they both equally don't know how emotions work well I don't know honestly like I feel like Renamon's doing her best like I mean maybe she's never been with a kind of abusive partner before I mean I don't think she's been with a partner before right so how's she supposed to know but she, she, you know, takes Rika at her word. And when Rika says, I don't want to be partners, Renamon says, okie doke, you know. And tries to figure out how to live without her. Like, I don't feel like Renamon's the problem here. It is 100% Rika. Um, sure. I mean, Renamon has real bad RBF, but so does Rika. Yeah, and I think that's just the way her face is made. Like, <laughs> okay, um, sure. I mean, she can't ex- look at Renamon's face. How is she supposed to be expressive? I mean, with with, with her words, 
Right, right. No, but like resting bitch face is just your face. And for, you know, um, neurotypical people, facial expressions are an important part of understanding the message that's being conveyed by someone. And it, if, you know, like even with babies, if you, if the, if the parent is looking at the baby and just has like a stone face and just watches the baby, the baby will get upset. Mo- neurotypical babies will get really upset because they're, they need that expression back that's like smiling or interacting with them or whatever. You know, they are needing that in their lives to understand that they're loved and blah, blah, blah. Like if you, no matter what you're, someone else says to you, if they look angry, you're going to think they're angry, which is the problem with resting bitch face. Well, maybe Rodamon should try uptick. Uptalk, whatever. <laughs> Uptalk, yeah. Renamon will be like, Rika, I want to be your partner. <laughs> yeah, see, that'll totally work, right? Mm. That That's what I've learned today. Okay. Do you think it makes you more endearing to have Uptalk? Um, in this specific situation, yes. Mm. See, you're doing it. That sounded like a question rather than yes. Yes, I do. You were like, well, no, yes, that, I do. That, that was a question. Oh. <laughs> well, now it's hard to tell. See, that, that was, I wasn't sure. So I said it in, in a question. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. I, I inflected that way on purpose. Okay. I got you. It is interesting, though, right? That, like, such something so small makes the difference between a question and not a question. I, I, I guess. That was also an unsure, I, I'm not sure <laughs> question answer. <laughs> it's, it's just interesting because not all languages do it that way. There are other ways to do all of those things, but that's the one we settled on. Is that if you're unsure about something, you end going up instead of down. Eh, welcome to Going Digital, a podcast about, um, oh, I don't even know what that's called. Communication? Yeah, it's not like ling- linguistics, I don't think. Um, it might be. I-, I feel like it falls under like what like body language would fall under. Yeah. Body languageology, probably. That's probably 100% not what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? Um, Lighter guy really hates Digimon. Yo, yeah, I think uh, Digimon stole his lunch as a child. Yeah. And he thinks they're data, which he isn't wrong. Yeah, but that's like saying human beings are just DNA. like Which isn't sure, wrong. Sure, but yeah, it's a bit more than that. Or like, you're just seven pounds of goop piloting a skeleton with skin over it. Like, yeah, for sure, but yeah, I also have feelings. True. I don't think I have anything else to say. <laughs> Me neither. Sorry, y'all. This episode was just... <clears throat> it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. 
there there was some Impmon backstory, but I still don't particularly like Impmon, so I mean, Impmon that that's fine if you don't like him. He is being punished by having to deal with tiny children, so <clears throat> he's getting his or had to have had dealt with tiny children. Yo, but I feel like if he's checking on them, he's probably still dealing with them. I mean, in an existential, emotionally way, sure. Well, or he's actually going and still caring for them. I don't know. But it it's actually kind of sad. Like, if you think about... So here, Renamon, this whole episode was about basically how Renamon gets dumped by Rika at the drop of a hat because Rika just kind of doesn't want to deal anymore. Well, I thought what caused this was... Rika was afraid that Renamon would digivolve into something evil. That's what we learned from Ice Devimon, I think. Yes, I guess that's true. Which, I mean, wasn't solved in this episode. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't brought up. No. But, um, anyway, so all I'm saying is in the same way that Renamon was abandoned, more or less... Intmon has no way to depend on the children that he's supposed to be partners with because they're such tiny little things. So no wonder he's like, you have to be able to get strong without them. Like, no wonder he feels that way because he got like the real short end of the stick in terms of Digimon partners. And how is he, those little kids couldn't figure out how to do card slashes or, you know, they would get scared in a fight and run away and he'd be fucked. Like, he he got a real short end of the stick. I actually feel bad for him. Yeah. He, he's probably just super jelly of, of everybody else. And that's, you know, maybe not a great way to respond to that is go around and try to convince them to leave their partners. But... I understand more his character than I did before. Yeah, that's fair. I just don't like the character. Well, and I feel like they could have done a better job of expressing that because nowhere does he say like, you know, oh, forget those guys. Like they're, they don't need their partners. I don't need my partner. That kind of thing. It was just, you have to like put two and two together yourself now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like a show problem thing. It's just the me not narratively liking a narrative thing. Okay, fair enough. Like it, it's fine in the context of the show. It's just one of those tropes that I don't like. Yeah. Eh, that's all I got. I think this was an episode. It was fine. Yes. Um, so this is a show on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com, dot com, where there's links to all sorts of things. And episodes and emails and iTunes and Twitters and all that fun stuff. I really think we should start just putting up random links to kind of random things now. Be like, there's links to all kinds of things. <laughs> you can learn how to do your makeup and also uh, watch other shows. And, you know, here's a link to order lots and lots and lots of spaghetti. Like, So uh, you got a poem <laughs> for me? Oh, yeah, I do. This poem sums up this episode. Okay. Running hot and cold. I need no one, no partner. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, um, do everything by yourself. You can't please everyone, so you just got to please yourself.
No, that, that wasn't the moral. No, but that's a good song. The the moral from Rika's grandmother was you can't you can't deal with everything yourself. Yes. We've all learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. I learned what up talk is. <laughs> that was my valuable lesson. Nice. I uh I don't know what I learned. Uh oh. Well you you learned that you didn't learn anything. Yeah, that's an important lesson too. Okay. Um, the Digivolution is always learning. <laughs> the Digivolution is actually a continued learning center. Yeah, it, it's it's an AI. It'll one day kill us all. Thank God. Yep. Anyway, good time. And goodbye. And stop. <laughs>